I say so much on this show, yet I rarely talk about the ins and outs of my daily life. So here's how some of that minutia goes. Recently, I've been scrapbooking like a boss, trying to collect all the photos we've taken on our various electronic devices, dumping them into Amazon Photos, and getting them printed and shipped to the house for pennies on the dollar. If you don't know about that service, check it out. But this is not a paid ad. I'll tell you, I have places for all of the photos because that traditional fifth anniversary gift of wood wasn't just a metaphor that I gave my wife. Instead, I got tons of picture frames for us to put all those memories and hang them on the wall because all too often we capture so many moments and then leave them trapped inside our digital caves. So let's let those memories free. Let them breathe on the wall. That's what I say. As for the rest, well, I've had some chores to do and some bookkeeping too. I had to update my information on the state's medical marijuana use registry When I tried to log in, I immediately found that I'd forgotten my password, and while I'm sure this happens to almost everybody on a lot of different websites, I bet it happens on the state's medical marijuana site more than most, and I'm sure the webmaster finds it hilarious every time it does. But please, take solace in the fact that you don't need a password here with me, not when we're talking about party animals, baked beans, and chump change, as we cash in for some joshing around. It's official. The animals featured on the box of animal crackers will no longer be kept in cages. Yep, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, even animated ones, finally got their way when that box of 116 years finally got redesigned. We've talked about how they designed that original box right down to the string on top. But now, after all these years, the animals are set free to wander the savannas with pride. And there on the box, you'll find a lion next to an elephant, zebra, and a giraffe. But I tell you, those last three probably aren't long for that box if that lion has his way. With another modern update on classic advertising, the Vlasic pickle stork is to be replaced. Created in 1974 to capitalize on pregnant women's cravings for pickles, the mascot was meant to invoke the stork-delivering-babies mythology. However, Today's consumers are a bit confused by the vague tie-ins of a stork to pickles, so that mascot is to be replaced. Vlasic sticking with the idea that pregnant women do crave pickles. However, in another odd decision by the company, the new logo is to feature a rather graphic image of natural childbirth. I saw in passing where President Trump's supporters are set to boycott comedian Kevin Hart, and while I don't know why, Kevin Hart might not have to worry because a Venn diagram involving President Trump supporters and Kevin Hart fans probably is very small. Small enough that he might just lose the same amount of money that Kevin Spacey's movie made over the weekend. What was that, like $126? Just a heads up, but if Fox News, The Daily Beast, or Breitbart start offering borscht recipes or suggestions of giving nesting dolls as gifts, be aware that Microsoft has warned that Russian hackers are targeting conservative think tanks. I caught some flack from the feedback yesterday that I'd like to address. It came from a throwaway comparison in the Boots segment from Cartoons and Cowboys, where I suggested that the music being played was inspirational, like it was sung as Jesus impersonating a modern-day Gary V, or something like that. And I stand by what I said, because truly, if Jesus came today, he would be like Tony Robbins or Gary V, and he'd say to people, look, I just have to turn water into wine one time, 
and then I have seven hours of content for eight different social media platforms. You need to be smarter with what you're doing, Paul. Otherwise, you're just going to be writing letters all damn day. You know, another thing they have in common is both Jesus and Gary Vee started with powerful fathers, yet made so much more of themselves. As for the flack and feedback, please don't get your feelings hurt like my son's dentist. Instead, realize that these are just my opinions. In most cases, I don't even know what I'm saying. I listen once or twice, maybe, just for quality control, but then I go on with my life. And while somewhere I have deep-rooted beliefs, I don't think I've said many here yet. Once again, they're just my opinions. Newspapers can print whatever they want under the guise of editorials or opinion editorials, the op-eds that you see, where people can just say whatever they want. In my opinion, that's the source of the real fake news. But of course, it's not opinion editorial. Op-ed instead stands for opposition editorial, and I think we need more of those here on this show. So with that said, here's our first joshing around op-ed. Y'all are fools. What are you even doing wasting your time here? I hope to God you're driving or mowing your lawn. Otherwise, this is a part of your life that you won't get back. Y'all are messing up every time you start joshing around. So press pause, put the phone down, and get on with your bad self. Yikes, that might be the last one of those we ever do. But I'm sure somewhere there's one listener that's like, Yes, yes, tell me again how bad I... All right, all right, we'll dial it back for now. After a lot of soul searching, I'm thinking about getting back into advertising. I worked in the field for years until I was forced out for the unpopular opinion that the Bush's baked bean ads were some of the best commercials on TV. You know the one where the dog is the only one who knows the secret recipe to make the baked beans? And then at the end of the spot, he says, roll that beautiful bean footage. I stand by it. That's a great commercial. I was surprised to find, though, that that dog's ownership stake in the company is marginal at best. These days, advertising is so much more than just spots and dots. While you've always needed a keenly crafted message, and it helps to fish where the fish are in social media feeds, even that's not enough, as now you have to go out where the people actually are and interact with them. In fact, there's a term for this. It's called activation. That's where you create some sort of game or event or I don't even know to get a line of people around the block waiting to interact with your brand and be a part of something typically just to get some tchotchkes and free samples because while people will fast forward any commercial you put in front of them, they'll waste half their day for a free t-shirt. It'll be 10 years come Labor Day since the Wendy's fast food restaurant had a promotion that caused me to activate when they offered a year's worth of free double stack cheeseburgers to the first 100 people through the door on Labor Day at participating Central Florida locations. Lucky for me, I was one of those first 100 people, as were my two kids, who were toddlers at the time, but I insisted they needed coupon books too. As luck would have it, we were also the first 100 customers through the door at another Wendy's, third time's a charm. We were able to grab three more coupon books on our third stop as well. That gave us nine coupon books, each with 52 free coupons for double stack cheeseburgers, No strings attached. All you had to do was present a coupon with no additional purchases and receive a free double-stack cheeseburger. With nine coupon books, we had over 400 free cheeseburgers due to us, which was over 100 pounds of meat. Throughout the course of the year, I started a new job at a television station, and each time I'd meet a new employee, I'd give them a free cheeseburger to the Wendy's right down the corner. Everyone was a big fan, 
including my doctor some several years later, who prescribed the cholesterol medicine I'm on now. Even with such burger benevolence, I was still hard-pressed to eat more than 400 cheeseburgers in a year. With Labor Day nearing again and the expiration date coming due, I took stock and found that I still had close to 100 potential cheeseburgers. Not wanting them to go to waste, I devised a plan when I remembered my former high school had a Wendy's located right across the street. So when time came for the final bell to ring, I made my way to the high school and started calling out to kids as they were heading to their cars. Hey, hey, I said, do you guys want some free cheeseburgers? The first kid or two looked confused because who was this Pied Piper offering burgers streetside? But after a couple kids read the fine print, they said, whoa, hey, everybody, this guy's got burgers. Come on. The next thing you know, there I am with close to 60 or 70 high school kids filling the queue in a Wendy's after school. The employees saw the first couple of coupons, took stock, and realized that they had hell to bear. They just started flipping patties and grabbing buns while I held the door for any other actual customers that were coming through. I made the kids cut the line like the Red Sea as these new folks headed to the front of the line with free burgers in tow. All in all, it was a magical day, and if I could find some of the photos I took, I'd certainly share them. But... It is odd to think that some of those kids, all of them, I guess, are 10 years older now and might be suffering from the same heart disease as me. Back then, I read Pitchfork magazine and pirated music. These days, the Spotify algorithm knows the music I don't know but should. Recently, I've been listening to new music from Cody G, Logic, and Spazzy D. But the best thing I've heard is called I Don't Know by a young man named Ray Emanuel. If you do one thing, check it out. I made it easy by creating a playlist called Joshing Around on Spotify. The podcast is there too, if that's your app of choice. We're available on the Radio Public app where, get this, I earn two cents for every episode you listen to. So check us out there. Or if you're just feeling it, you can now donate to the show. But what I'd really like you to do is review us on iTunes, share Joshing Around with your friends, and more than anything, just keep listening. Football's coming back, and I'm so excited I've even caught myself watching NFL preseason games. When I'm watching football and I see a lineman wearing number 66, I immediately think he's a Satanist. Same thing with a guy wearing number 69, except I imagine he's a big fat party animal. We had football back in St. Olaf, except you didn't have numbers or pads. Oh, and girls could play too, wearing gowns, letting the boys spin them around. Come to think of it, I guess a football is just what we call dancing. While I might have rose to the occasion, stealing jokes from the Golden Girls is where I draw the line, so let's end this episode. It's easy to get cagey when surviving on scraps, so feel free to poach a cracker if you must. From big fat party animals to Satanists, nothing trumps your support, and I mean that from the heart. No matter your number, stay motivated, share your opinions, and be sure to put a pickle in the pickle jar in order to satisfy the cravings. Until the next time we put a contemporary spin on Joshin' Around.